0: This This is Pursuing Wholeness. Sean and my wife Veronica's right here.
1: I'm here. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, welcome.
0: Yeah, and um man, sometimes you just gotta say woo wee, man. You know. Woo wee. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Hopefully you guys are doing well and you're kind of staying level headed and not too much focused on, you know, the news. Hopefully you're not watching the news too much. You know, staying informed, but not overdoing it um focusing on putting positivity in the world you know being a help rather than a hindrance <clears throat> you know um but yeah anyway let's just go ahead and hop on into this thing man so i told my wife a couple of days ago um one thing that i've been seeking um for you know a while you know my walk with christ you know is to um is to hear him better you know and um even especially recently you know i've i've been at that you know even more um with even more vigor and um anyway that said a couple of days ago um i like to take little walk breaks while i'm at work and i was just troubled with everything going on, I was troubled, I was frustrated. Um, It's like, just feeling like we're in the twilight zone, for y'all who are familiar with that old show. You know, like nothing really makes sense and everything is just ridiculous. And um, I was like, Lord, like, why is it, you know, it's really, you know, in the midst of all this, I'm really, you know, trying to learn to quiet myself more than I have in the past. Hear the voice of God, you know. But anyway, I just asked God while I was walking, and I was like, Lord, how is this, how is it possible that it's so much hate, so much discord, so much conflict being thrown around by so many people? Um, you know, even to be honest, in the church, too.
1: The people who, say that they're
0: Christians right people who say who say that they're Christians you know throwing around a lot of hate a lot of conflict and division and all this kind of stuff and finger
1: pointing and bat biting
0: and yeah vitriol so I said that and I just kind of I just walked for a couple more paces and then you know there's a lot of trees around so I looked at a tree and it's like right when I looked at the tree I heard not audibly but on the end of me, it's just like I just felt you know you know something telling me to the effect you know that folks you know aren't deeply rooted, not deeply rooted, you know we're not we're not deeply rooted, I don't really know what to say, mm-hmm. we're not deeply rooted, yeah. you know, and so then it's like very shortly after that, um my mind went to um the first song. You know, um, for those of you who are who are familiar with that. Um it's blessed is the man who walks not in the council of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and, and night. night. And he shall be like a tree Plant planted a by the water. rivers of water, which bringeth forth its fruit in due in in its season, his mm-hmm. leaf shall not wither and whatsoever it does shall prosper and there's another little bit there but that's the main part you know
1: yeah to preach
0: yeah yeah well um so that's that's what came to my mind and um so I actually came um maybe uh I think it was the day the day after that I actually shared it with my wife and it's like right when I shared it with her (laughs) I mean she was just kind of like you know her eyes got really big and she was kind of like Wow, like you know, like I just really put something heavy on her and everything. I guess ma- mainly because it really resonated with something that she had just been thinking.
1: Yeah, it was a God. Like I knew it was God saying that because it's like I knew it to be true. It I mean, it's like almost before Sean said the words and I knew what he was gonna say because it was in my spirit too. hmm. And it's just like this. Um, And I mean, not to say this is everybody for sure. Right. But what we're seeing is the symptoms of people who, I won't say the symptoms of people, the symptoms of people um, following a faith that they don't have a strong foundation in. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have this appearance of following the faith. You check the boxes, you go to church and you pray and you do things that line up with what we see as see Christians is doing. And you, um, you know, have like all the outward appearances, but you're the foundation in the Bible and, in just like the history of the faith and, and, and what it's about is it's not deep. And so like when Sean was sharing that with me, like the thing that was that I was feeling is that so many people are relying on they're getting their information from other people. Mm-hmm. The things they believe are coming from other people and it's not based on their own research or their own studies. It's based on what somebody else has told them and somebody else has taught them. And so when someone has a faith that is based on what someone else tells them, that person can tell them anything. And they're mm-hmm. going to believe that person because they're the one who helped them to build their faith. Or, or, you know, or if they're just accustomed to hearing from other people in order to know what to believe, mm-hmm. then it's like they, you know, they're inclined to follow when other people tell them stuff. And I, I think that that's kind of like a flaw of American Christianity that it's based so much on, learning from the pastor and getting preaching and teaching, which is good, but it it kind of takes the responsibility off of the individual believer to study for themselves. Even though I mean, you know, a good preacher, or teacher would tell you like, don't just right. take my word. You need to study for yourself. And the Bible talks about study to show yourself approved. But it's just like become a thing where people go to, I guess, I guess maybe it's something about, getting a sermon every week and then you also get midweek Bible study. It's like, Oh, I guess, I mean, this is good. I'm getting a lot of word here, but we don't get the tools of how to study the Bible yourself, how to read the Bible yourself, how to check the information that you're learning from your pastor or your teacher and see, is this, does this really line up with what the scripture's say? Mm -hmm,
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, Another thought that I had, I didn't really go back and look at the scripture until I just pulled it up now, is the parable of the, um, the sower, which talks about, mm-hmm. you know, shallow roots for it. So after Jesus told that parable, then he actually gave the explanation to his disciples. Well, tell the parable for yeah. those who may not oh, know. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry y'all. So, um, so Jesus, you know, he's, you know, he was always in, during his ministry walking and teaching and one of the things he used to use, you know, for those who aren't familiar, is parables. Um, which, um, shout out to my friend from church years ago, uh, Darrell. You know who you are. You know, a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. He he gave that profound definition in um, our junior class back at uh, Macedonia Church when we were kids. So, shout out to Darrell, man. Um, but anyway, um, Jesus told a lot of parables, earthly stories with heavenly meanings. But He actually told parables um actually to um confound the people who weren't connected to him and the explanation was given to those who were connected to him but anyhow the in this particular parable um jesus talked about and i just read it it's this is matthew 13 starting at um the b portion of verse 3. so this is jesus talking he said listen a farmer went out to plant some seeds as he scattered them across his field, some fell; some seeds fell on the footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still others fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 even a hundred times as much as as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So then later on his disciples were like, so Jesus, what in the world did that mean? And so this was his explanation to them. He said, now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately, immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or, or are persecuted um, for believing God's word. Then the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out. Are the worries of this life and the lure of wealth so no fruit is produced the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30 or 60 or even a hundred times as much as had been planted so you know I guess you know kind of when I when I was thinking about that parable I particularly particularly thought about you know the seeds that fell on the rocky soil and the seeds that grew among thorns you know the ones on rocky soil, you know, represent people who hear it and you know immediately react with joy, but they don't last long, um, you know, and fall away. Like I says as soon as they, as soon as they have problems or they face persecution, then the ones among thorns, you know, represent people who hear the message, but they get it gets crowded out by worries and lure of wealth and all that kind of stuff, and um, you know. The thing is, again, going back to like my original just lament and frustration about just feeling the. Just so much discord and conflict, you know, even amongst people who um, identify with the body of Christ, you know, it's like the thing is, you know, all political beliefs and all that kind of stuff aside, it's just some to be honest, it's just some key tenets of our faith, you know, like one of the biggest things that Jesus represented was um compassion mm-hmm. like real compassion, you know not not a compassion that overlooks sin, but rather a a compassion that kinda kind of like does not condemn and kind of sees the person through the sin to like a state of wholeness, you know mm-hmm. and um. But like all I'm seeing right now is like people like you said pointing fingers at each other and talking about you know this is this is wrong and and this we're right. It's more so like focus on like in my opinion condemnation, no understanding whatsoever. You know it's not really producing like to me. It's a faith that and true. Not everybody is going to be quote turned on to. Believing in Christ or whatever, but it's like a faith that really excludes people. It actually excludes them from the from the jump. You know, it doesn't welcome people. It it, it causes people. To me, it kind of beginning.
1: Yeah, so it's the way that a lot of people are practicing their faith these days. They're practicing as it practicing. <laughs> they are practicing it as if it is an exclusive club yeah. that is only. It's only um, open to a select few people. And, like, that's just not how it is. That's not the message that Jesus taught. And he said that you'll know my people, you know, you'll know like, yeah. them by their fruit. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. And, um, and, and and also the, the passage where um Jesus said, and and by this you shall know mm-hmm. that you are my disciples, right, yeah. that you love one another. Mm-hmm. And it's like... If you don't, if you're not loving, you're not a disciple of Christ, point blank. Yeah. It's point blank. Mm-hmm. If you're, if the way that you're operating is out of like this righteousness and this like scornness, scornfulness toward people who aren't like living the way you think they should live, then you're not of Christ. Cause he said, love is the predominant feature. Right. And, um, we, 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 it, it's time that we like, just, just say it straight. Like, if we're going to be, yeah, I mean, the stuff I see, like, from some of my friends on Facebook, they're posting things like, um, you know, just calling people names and and um talking about people like they're animals. And they just, I, I don't know, it's just amazing to me. And the thing is, a lot of this, a lot of this rhetoric that I see coming from people who say that they're believers, I feel like it's not even their words. It's like they're taking somebody else's words and they're repeating them. Just, you know, (laughs) like not, you know, I'm not trying to be divisive, but like the president retweeting something and then saying, well, it's not really his, he's just retweeting stuff and people can make their own decisions. It's like you're retweeting things. that's not even your voice. You wouldn't say that Mm -hmm. if somebody asked you, you wouldn't say those words, but you're retweeting it. You're sharing it on Facebook, and it's like you letting somebody who we don't even know who that person is. They could be a, a demon straight from hell posting something on Facebook, and you, yo, they, they friends shared it, and they friends shared it, and they friends shared it, and then next thing you know, it get to you. You sharing it, you sharing something from a demon. It's like I, I'm not saying that that is actually the case, but I think that before we share stuff, before we repeat things, we need to make sure first that it's true. And then mm-hmm. two, we need to like test the spirit. Mm-hmm. Is this something of God? And mm-hmm. if you if you call yourself a Christian or you say that you're a person of God or a person of faith, you don't need to be sharing stuff unless you know that it's like of God's Yeah, spirit.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. I think were you done?
1: I'm pretty much, yeah.
0: I think that that's our responsibility as as believers. Like we have to have that kind of
1: Discernment
0: and Yeah, discernment—that kind of integrity as believers. Like we almost we have a we kind of have a responsibility to kind of I feel to kind of like check that kind of stuff. So, you know, so here, here's I guess check this kind of stuff before we just kind of put it out there. But like here, here's the thing. So <laughs> I think <I'm> not, <laughs>
1: yeah, how they be doing with Biden? So here, here's the, here's the here's
0: deal. the deal. Here's the deal. But yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Jeez, anyway there's a lot of there's a lot of fear mongering out there mm-hmm. a ton of it
1: and god has not given exactly. us the spirit of fear
0: right you literally yeah.
1: but the lord has given us <laughs> power <laughs> power
0: do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. and love i know <laughs> yeah, i skipped yeah, it yeah. i just tried to get it yeah, down know. you know? just want to get to that part
1: His happiness
0: he is giving, giving us a sound. <laughs> Never should <laughs> I be afraid. <laughs> Stir up the gift. Stir up Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, lay your hands on me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Touch me, Lord. That
0: was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, I remember the hand motions. Yeah, man yeah oh my gosh but anyway anyway let me <laughs> if y'all try to don't know
1: about that then you didn't grow up in the 90s black church <laughs> yeah exactly man Ham
0: washing machine you know uh-huh. rocking and actually doing stirring up the gifts and all that <laughs> stuff but anyway um, man
1: shout out yeah
0: yeah exactly you took you took the words out of my mouth I was gonna say that right then the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear but a spirit of power of love
1: and a sound mind and
0: a sound mind. (laughs) Like, to be honest, that's like one of the, like just no, just real talk. That's one of like the, I would consider the fundamental kind of like scriptures that we know in, in the church, fundamental concepts, but yet it's so much fear. It's like all this stuff is like, if you, if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't vote or if you don't, whatever, you know, this is going to happen. This person is going to do this and they're going to do that. And it's all fear. And it's, yeah. so, it's, so they, so we're really being encouraged to take actions from a fearful standpoint, right, but fear right. does not come from the Lord. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. doesn't come from him. So it's like, I think that we really have to like, be like, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold on a second. Like God, God does not encourage us and push us toward being afraid. He doesn't. Like, like the Bible says, power, love, sound mind, or like some translations say, self-discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's not it's not something that's just gonna have you like freaking out and all this kind of stuff.
1: Right, right, and that's something I used to. Um, I did I try. I haven't done it in a while intentionally, but anytime I, I start getting anxious and I have a feeling and I say, okay, is this fear was well, not God. Right. And so then I can kind of have peace about that because I'd be like the thing that I'm concerned about is not God. Cause it's fear. Right. It's fear based. Right. Exactly. And so I think we need to like go back to that and say, hold up. Like, Oh my gosh. You know, you just kind of think, I, 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 I try to listen to my little inspirational Christian instrumentals on YouTube and boy, I tell you these political ads. <laughs> I'm not going to say what they say, but they just be so, oh, it just make you so scared. If you, if you listen to them, you be like, Ooh, that going to happen. Oh, if I vote for this person, this going to happen. I can't let them win. I- First yeah. of all, fact check. 'Cause you notice those ads, they don't give you no specifics, they just be saying yeah. stuff. Yeah, they say ain't stuff. And no no sources cited or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, even you know, with that, it's just like if you start feeling yourself getting anxious by the things that are said, that's not God.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: And I think that the problem is that um a lot of people in this political season are not really looking at God. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to be a Christian. You know, I believe Mm -hmm. that our faith offers a whole lot to be considered. But, um, what I'm saying is people who do say that they are Christians and do say they believe in the Bible are not allowing God to guide them in this time. They're going Mm -hmm. off of feelings and emotions and fears. And it's not God.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's not God. And, in in I mean, what kind of things is this fear encouraging? One of the biggest and most egregious things, um, in my opinion, is how it causes us to look at our fellow American brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, our neighbors. Yeah, our neighbors. Don't get me wrong. We have we have lots of you know issues in the in this country that need to be worked through. You know, just period, point blank right you know and i mean i'm sure we always will but like you know there's a way to work through them it just is it just is but like the things that are being thrown out there now it's just like you know this person that this person is terrible they believe this and they're they're coming after you and you know like no man it really i you know It really doesn't have to be like all that, you know, you know, and then even going back to that whole God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. The other scripture I thought about was, um, is a couple of different kind of familiar passages that talk about God's peace. You know, one of them says, you know, talks about letting the peace of God rule in your hearts and all that kind of stuff. Like literally the peace of God is like a check inside of your heart Mm -hmm. to kind of help you to know, Oh, mm mm. Nope, that's not, that's not it. You need to kind of back up from that, you know, whatever, whatever I, you know, I being God, whatever, whatever I lead you toward is going to give you peace knowing you're on the right path.
1: Yeah, it's amazing when you think about that, because it's like you almost can know if you're heading in the right direction, not just based on how you feel. If you feel anxious and angry and fearful you're heading away from God. Mm-hmm. If you feel peace and joy and love, you're heading towards God. Mm-hmm. And that's rather we are dealing with 2020 and all this glory, or we're in just some other time, some more basic time where it's just regular life and everything's going good in your life. That's a gauge that you can use. It Do is. I feel anxious and angry and frustrated and fearful? I must not be in God's under his wings. So let me kind of go back in and tuck in. don't, we can't let man-made creations give us peace. Like right. that is not going to, Yeah. like we're, we're looking for comfort in a political candidate. We're looking for comfort in the law or in mm-hmm. a Supreme court justice. And it's just not going to happen. Like we, it's, 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 not. it's right. just not, it's just not.
0: It's always a potential for that stuff to, um to change, you know, I mean, it's, it's not going to be any sort of anything that lasts because it's always going to be some sort of other related something to worry about.
1: Yeah, it's if you put your faith in man, man going to disappoint you. Right, They're going to figure out a way to do it, intentionally or unintentionally. And so it's like we got to just go to God and, and have peace. And, and, and I, when I say go to God, when we say go to God, we don't mean just like, just don't do nothing, just sit back and just, you yeah. know, let it happen and, God gonna work it out, you know. Don't worry. We're not saying that.
0: Yeah, right. We're
1: saying like allow God's spirit to govern the way that you think and the way that you operate. And I can almost guarantee you that you'll begin to operate out of more power and authority, and you'll have mm -hmm. a more um, steadfast approach in life because you're not you're not allowing what man, what people are doing to sway you. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be steadfast. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you know, going back to the very beginning when, you know, I was sharing my, my prayer and what I believe that I heard from God, um, you know, I was thinking about, um, oh, don't, don't, don't go away thought. I was kind of thinking about, um, uh, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, back, um, man, I think I lost it. It's still, it's still somewhere in that part of my brain, but i I need to kind of grab it back, mm. um but yeah, anyway, anyway, oh yeah, yeah, okay, so you know, being deeply rooted like or not being deeply rooted like i I definitely <clears throat> put myself in that category, um you know I'm, I'm one who when I grew up, I learned a whole i have I have a lot of knowledge about what's in the word, you know, I grew up in bible teaching churches and you know churches that believed in the power of the holy spirit you know um and all that kind of stuff um and i learned a whole lot you know and it you know it's all it's all good but one thing i kind of realized is that at least in some situations like i haven't really put a lot of that stuff to practice um you and then i also I also have kind of like seen some of that stuff as just kind of ethereal and tangible, kind of like you just kind of read it and it just kind of happens, and <laughs> you know, it's it's not really, it hasn't been necessarily as practical with me all the time. But um, I say that to say, you know, talking about being deeply rooted, you know, in the words of God, and you know, when I say the words of God, I mean like you know, of course, you know, we have the Bible, you know, I also think about, you know, um, cause our pastor was recently teaching about the, was it Logos, 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 however you say mm-hmm. it. And then the, the Rhema, Rhema, like the word actually coming alive when God actually makes something very specific come alive to you. Like he speaks to you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so anyway, that's what I mean by that. But I just, I know myself that I I've needed to like really, really be a lot more intentional about putting things in practice. The very specific thing I'm talking about again is, you know, hearing God, Mm -hmm. hearing him, which I believe is such a, that's something we really got to understand. You know, those of us who profess Christ, we really have to like, we got to understand what that means. Like, you know, this is a time to hear God. It Mm -hmm. really, really is for everybody who is, um, you know, a person of, um, well, I guess a Christian, you know, to like really find out what it means to hear God's voice. Cause I really believe that the Lord is speaking. I really believe that he's mm-hmm. speaking. And and if we spend too much time looking at all the news circuits, looking at social media, staying on there and kind of jumping in the fray of fights, you know, social media fights and all that kind of stuff. I think that we're just going to be too crowded out to really hear from the Lord. And I admit, I've kind of struggled sometimes with, um, you know, online news and all that kind of stuff. I've done a good job with avoiding some of the more, you know, um, obviously partisan news. But the, the stuff that I look at, um, which is more so tells it just like just puts it out there without, you know, opinions and all that stuff. I still look at that stuff a little bit too much. Admittedly. But anyway, I say all that to say I've really been trying to focus on like distancing myself. Like you were saying, from all this kind of like stuff that people are putting out there, Mm -hmm. just backing up from all that and actually practicing being like physically quiet times of being quiet Mm -hmm. so that I can quiet myself and so that I can actually hear from God in you know, in the moments. you know, practice doing that, you know.
1: Yeah, because if you keep putting the other stuff in your mind, it'll become your thoughts, and you won't even realize it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like you you hear the chatter, and it starts to like embed itself in your own psyche, and mm-hmm. so it's like we have to distance ourselves from it so that we can really know. First of all, what do I think? What are my independent thoughts, <laughs> and then also what are God's thoughts toward these things? And I think many of us would be surprised. Because God doesn't operate the way we operate. I'm mm-hmm. thinking again of that passage where um was it Joshua or who was it who was um, oh, yeah, yeah, Joshua. who encountered that uh the, angel. The angel of the Lord, yeah. And they're like, um he's like, Are you um for, for us or attention. against us? And he's like, Neither or no. Or no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, huh? but it's like the angels like I'm with I'm with God What you say? the Lord of the, hosts or something like
0: yeah, that yeah the
1: Lord of hosts it's like God is not involved in, in man's battles it don't matter like you might think that God is with your party but he's not mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. honestly I can't remember if we talked about this on the last one or not but honestly I believe that there are elements of God in both parties oh
0: yeah me too and I believe that
1: I believe that the only way we really going to get it like what God wants in the political sphere is if the parties come together mm-hmm. and, and understand that ain't nobody got a monopoly on God's party. Like it's just not like that. And each side has blinders. Each side has clarity. And if we come together, then you can. Where you're blind, I might see better. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Like, if if we're facing each other, and Sean and I right now, we're facing each other, I can see what's behind you better than you can see what's behind yourself. You can Mm -hmm. see what's behind me better than I can see what's behind myself. If we both operate just from our own vantage points, we're going to have a very limited way of understanding what's going on in this room yeah but if you and i talk i can say sean look you know this thing is behind you or you know you can tell me what's behind me what's on the floor down there what's there what's there it's like um when i was in political theory as an undergrad student our political theory class we were reading about um i think it was mills um I can't remember his first name, John Mills or something like that. I can't remember. But he was talking about the oversoul and how God is like this ball. And everybody, every religion is looking at the ball from a certain perspective, but no religion has a full picture of the ball. And I think it's the same way with everything. And when you're looking at a ball, you see whatever percentage of it that you can see from your vantage point. But then somebody on the other side, they can see their vantage point. But nobody who's looking at this ball can see all of it at the same time. Mm. The only way you're going to see more of it is if you kind of like either talk to the people on the other side of the ball or you even like take a trip around it yourself. But you're not going to see the whole thing from your camp. Mm. And so I have to like really understand that, that that that's I mean. Wouldn't that be how God would work? How That God would be like, look, I'm not going to give any of you the whole picture. The only way this is going to work is if y'all talk. And if y'all don't talk, y'all going to miss it. But if some people can say, you know what? What you saying there? I need to know more about where you're coming from. Because I think that the key to my liberation is bound up in what you're saying. That we together can figure this out. But separate, we're not going to. And I think that that's probably the story of human history over all time. Mm-hmm. It's like if people just come together and try to understand things from each other's perspective, maybe we'll have a clear picture of where we need to be going. Mm-hmm. But we keep thinking that I got it right. I got it right. I know the truth. And it's just not like that. We're humans. Mm-hmm. We're not God. There's right. no way we can know all of it. Even the Bible. If you're someone who really believes in the Bible, the Bible doesn't even tell us everything. Mm-hmm. For various reasons. But it is just not there. So there's some stuff that you have to learn from other sources or put together or something. And some people may want to fight me on that. But, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. But I think we do need to um be more open to people who have different viewpoints from us. And and together we can like come to a more clear understanding of what needs to happen.
0: Yeah, I say the thing that I meant, you know, kind of talking about that stuff from a political sense is that, you know, bipartisan politics is something that's looked upon with scorn these days. I know it's, it's like, like
1: you're a traitor if you if you dare work with the other side.
0: And that just is like, I don't know, it's just unspeakable. It it, just, it makes absolutely no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense there you know in a country that has was it over 350 million people or whatever the only way that you know you're gonna get people to like really work together in in a constructive way which has happened you know periodically from time to time you know is if you get people who represent of course we primarily have a two-party system you get people from both parties you know from the various kind of like um demographics represented you know to come together and, it, you know, on the things that are agreed on and, you know, make things, make them work, mm-hmm. make them work, you know, and that's how that's how it happens. So then you have just a few people who it's in there, to be honest, It's in their interest for people to fight. You know, so, you know, fear is some and all of this kind of stuff. And so. All these people that are just kind of like bickering and fighting and conflicting and all that kind of stuff, while a few, a handful of people, are able to kind of like benefit by everybody else struggling and fighting.
1: Yeah, if we all like take a step and look, we realize we're being played.
0: Right, exactly. Everybody, you know, regardless of your political affiliation or your demographic or whatever, because again, you know, it's it's not like you know, we don't have issues. We got a lot of issues in this country, but they can be, they can be worked through. They can, they can, they mm-hmm. can. It's just, it's just, again, it's in the interest of a few to kind of make people feel like they can't be worked through.
1: Yeah. I um,
0: now I was going to say, you were saying something about, you were saying something that kind of made me think about how, um, I guess you were saying something about God almighty, you know, God who knows everything and it has all power. It kind of made me think about how my wife and I were over some friends um house yesterday um you know outside kind of you know distancing and all that stuff you know <laughs> but anyway we were over there and and um they had a telescope and um we looked up and saw like this really bright light and and the guy he was saying he believed that it was um Jupiter Mm -hmm. You know, and so he pulled out his telescope, like a real deal telescope, when we only have a little time left. But, um, and he focused on there, he was like, yeah, look. And so I looked in there, and like, it just kinda blew me away. It was like really Jupiter, (laughs) y'all. I mean, you could literally see the sphere of this planet. You could see the white and the tan, and you could see like a little bit of the red. You could literally see the four moons around it. Mm -hmm. And so, it was kind of make me think we got all our issues, all this kind of stuff. And we're just this one dot in this entire universe that God has created.
1: Yeah, Not not just we're one dot. It's like our planet, our planet is
0: one dot. Our planet is a dot. <laughs> Literally this <laughs> other planet that I saw in the telescope is so much bigger than us. So much bigger than the, the earth. But it looked like a bright star in the sky. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So it's like, y'all, we got all these we over here kind of ranting and raving about all this little stuff and everything. And I mean, it's just so much more beyond all of our issues and stuff, man. You know, God is so much bigger than this stuff. So much, so much. So it's like, this stuff is just, it's peanuts, man. You know, it's, we can, we can figure all this stuff out. We can, like this stuff can be worked through.
1: Yeah, Um, I I, I truly believe that if two people are both on, you know, both of them are like determined that they're going to um, work through a problem together, I believe that it doesn't matter what the problem is between the two of them. They can figure it out. If they both have that commitment to resolving it, Mm -hmm. then they can. Mm -hmm. That's just it, point blank. Mm -hmm. And another thing. Another thing that I think about is, um, you know, if if I were to say my, my final word for today, regardless of all the stuff we said, even if you feel like you cannot agree with people on quote, the other side, if what they believe in is so reprehensible and so vile and so just abhorrent to you and you just can't get with it, you know what that person sounds like? they sound like an enemy. And what does Jesus say? What did Jesus say mm-hmm. we should do toward yeah. our enemies? He said we should love our enemies. Yeah. So it's clear. He didn't, you know, we got to love our neighbors and we got neighbors with all kinds of signs. <laughs> we got to love them. Mm-hmm. And, I wouldn't consider any of them my enemies, mm-hmm. but there might be people who we believe are just so like, uh uh-uh, I can't get with them at all. Mm-hmm. And if they got to that extent that you consider them an enemy, you gotta love them. That's right. So it's like, there's, no, I'm sorry, there's nobody that you can't love. You know, you, you're supposed to love everybody. Mm-hmm. So if we leave with nothing else, like love your neighbor, love your enemies. And love God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I mean love your kids and your your family and all that. You, right. You're gonna yeah, do that course. stuff, yeah. but like, there's no room for for hate and division. It's just not.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a great way to um to finalize it. You know, make sure those roots deep, y'all. Make sure those roots deep, deep. You know, deep in, in the word and the real act, the actual the actual words of God, the, the things that actually come from him for real, for real, you know, and not, mm-hmm. not just stuff people throwing around, right? but like right. what he's saying, what he's really saying, you know,
1: and it, it's not too late. Like if you, if, you know, if you need to take some time right now and decide, you know, I'm going to deepen my roots. I'm going to grow my roots. It's not too late. You can grab your Bible and you can start studying or whatever, talk to somebody. But I mm-hmm. bet you, once you start digging in deep, you're going to realize a lot more in there than what you thought. And it's going to blow your mind the yeah. way that you look at the world because you're going to realize the way that I thought it was is not the way that it really is. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and um, close us out. <laughs> it's like I feel like I got to do an altar call. But um, if you need to talk about God some more, you can call us, mm-hmm. text us, email us, Facebook us, however you can get us. So,
0: And please share, 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 y'all, okay?
1: Share
0: this podcast Share right. it is. Pursuing Wholeness is a back-to-basics health and wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on Flow